Welcome, welcome. God bless you guys. God bless you guys. Thanks for tuning in today for our worship and the word. This is Pastor Brian from Chapel of Change, and we want to just say God bless you. Uh, we are excited to be sharing the word of the Lord with you this morning. Do me a favor and hit share. If you're watching through Facebook, hit share. And don't forget, we have our phone app that you could have our latest sermons, articles, and church alerts directly to your phone. So I want to really encourage you, you go to our webpage on the front of our webpage, chapletchange.org, and you find that phone app, whether for an iPhone or an Android, and download it. Listen, it's important that we stay connected during these difficult days so that you can have fresh hope and we can encourage you. Amen. Well, God bless you. I want to just send a shout out to Vanessa who's watching. God bless you. Sonia from Long Beach. God bless you. Patty Hernandez. God bless you. Uh, thanks for watching. I want to just Darlene Enriquez. God bless you. Brian Russell. God bless you. Thanks for uh, tuning in. Bon Bon from Victorville. God bless you. Isabel from Harbor City, one of our uh, leaders in the church. God bless you. Jose, God bless you. Thanks for tuning in. By the way, before we get into the word, I'm super excited to continue to announce we are launching our online campus for those who cannot worship with us in person. And it's going to consist of Zoom prayer, Zoom worship, and Zoom Bible study. If you want to join our online campus, I'm going to give you a phone number uh, that I want you to text online to. All right, I'm going to give you this phone number. All right. Um, here it is. Here's the phone number. 562-393-7330. 562-393-7330. Text online to that number and you can join our online campus. You'll be stay connected to me and Pastor Laura. We'll have worship and the word together. We're about to launch our first worship experience on via Zoom. So text online to that number. Now, if you have your Bibles... Turn with me to Matthew's chapter 2. Matthew's chapter 2. We are going to be studying for the next several weeks from this subject, Seeking the King. Seeking the King. And we are going to learn from uh, the journey of the wise men in Matthew chapter 2 who set out on this long journey. Some scholars believe that they traveled for about 800 miles to find King Jesus. They come uh, to Jerusalem. They meet up with King Herod. And then eventually they get the word of God that directs them to Bethlehem. And then they go and find the young Jesus and they begin to worship him. Now we are going to be looking at this chapter for the next several weeks. But I want to encourage you to make this uh, your devotion in the midweek. Monday through Friday. Go back to chapter 2, Matthew chapter 2 and read this over and over again. You will be surprised. You will be edified you will be encouraged uh, to seek the Lord. Now, Matthew chapter 2, verses 1 and 2. Let me read it like this. Now, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, in the days of King Herod the king, behold, 
wise men from the east came to Jerusalem saying, Where is he who has been born king of the Jews? For we have seen his star in the east and have come to worship him. Look at verse 3. When Herod the king heard this, he was troubled and all Jerusalem with him. And when he had gathered all the chief priests and scribes of the people together, he inquired of them where the Christ was to be born. Look at verse 5. So they said to him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for thus it is written by the prophet, But you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are not the least among the rulers of Judah. For out of you shall come a ruler who will shepherd my people Israel. Now look at verse 7. Then Herod, when he had secretly called the wise men, determined from them what time the star appeared. And he sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and search carefully. Look at that phrase. Search carefully for the young child. And when you have found him, bring back word to me that I may come and worship him also. When they heard the king, they departed and behold the star which they had seen in the east went before them till it came and stood over where the young child was. So get this, this star that lit up lit up right over Jesus and was used as a travel guide for the wise men to find Jesus. Now look at verse 10. When they saw the star, they rejoiced with exceedingly great joy. And when they had come into the house, they saw the young child with Mary his mother and fell down and worshipped him. And when they had opened their treasures, they presented gifts to him, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And then being divinely warned in a dream that they should not return to Herod, they departed for their own country another way. Let us pray. Father God, we thank you for your word this morning. We open up your word to eat. We pray that through your word you feed us, encourage us, and strengthen us. In Jesus' mighty name. And everyone says, Amen and Amen. Today, my brothers and sisters, we start a new sermon series entitled, Seeking the King. Seeking the King. For the next several weeks, we are going to learn the importance of seeking the king, the blessings of seeking the king, and how to seek the king. We're going to teach you. We're going to challenge you, and we're going to inspire you to go into 2021 seeking God like never before. So I want to encourage you to stay faithful to our online worship service every Sunday at 10 a.m., because you're going to be learning some important things that will strengthen your Christian faith. We're going to learn the importance of seeking God, the blessings of seeking God, and we're going to learn how to seek God. Now before we start off on our journey on seeking the King, we need to know what does it mean to seek God? What does it mean to seek God? Let me give you this working definition. To seek God is to make efforts to direct our hearts and minds toward God. This is what it means to see God. It means to make efforts to direct our hearts 
and our minds toward God. So seeking God involves making efforts. Efforts. When you seek God the way that God wants you to seek Him, it's going to take energy, it's going to take effort, and it's going to take seriousness. It involves making effort. First Chronicles chapter 22, verse 19. Notice what it says. It says, now set. Now set. That word set implies effort. Now set your mind and heart to seek the Lord your God. My brothers and sisters, I'm challenging the church, Chapel of Change. It's time to seek the Lord like never before. It's time to go into 2021 seeking the Lord. And in order to do that right now, we have to learn to set our minds and our hearts toward the Lord God Almighty. We need to seek the King for His plan for our life. We need to seek the King for His power for our life. We need to seek the King for His provision for our life. We need more power and we need more provision. We need more passion and it is going to come as we seek the Lord with all our hearts and minds. So the question, the question is, are we seeking the Lord with all our hearts and minds? God says in Jeremiah chapter 29 verse 13, he says, you will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. Now listen, beloved, if I'm to live a fruitful Christian life, I must seek the Lord daily. If I'm to live a passionate Christian life, I must learn to seek the Lord daily. If I'm to live a powerful Christian life, I must learn to seek the Lord daily. No one just stumbles upon a passionate Christian life. No one stumbles upon a powerful Christian life. We cultivate a strong relationship with the Lord through through seeking Him all the days of our life. Did you, did you, are you picking up what I'm putting down? No one stumbles upon an on-fire life for the Lord. No, no one stumbles upon a strong Christian life. We get it as we seek the Lord daily. And so today, we're going to learn from the journey of these wise men who committed themselves to this long hard journey to seek the Lord. Some scholars believe that they traveled some 800 miles. You got to remember there's no Uber at this time. There's no cars. There's no Nikes. They're uh, traveling through the desert. They're probably on horses. It's a hard journey, but they're committed. They're committed to seeking the Lord. Let's jump into Matthew chapter 2. The first thing that I want us to consider is who were these guys? Who were these men? Everybody wants to know, who were these men? Everybody wants some details on who were these men? Now it's interesting that the Bible doesn't give much details about who these men were. The Bible doesn't say that they were magicians. The Bible doesn't say that there were three of them. The Bible does not say that they were kings. We do know we do know that they were east siders, for the Bible says they came from the east side. We don't know too much details about these wise men, 
But the best that I can describe them for the sake of our study, the best that I can describe them is that they were sincere people trying to figure things out. That's the best way that I can describe these, these wise men who, who came to the Lord Jesus Christ. They were sincere people trying to figure things out. They were moved by some supernatural event of a star. They heard about King Jesus. They, their hearts were touched and they, they went on a long, hard journey to figure things out. And again, some scholars believe that they traveled 800 miles to seek the Lord Jesus. And these guys were like many of us. They were like many of us. Something happened in our lives to get our attention. Someone told us about King Jesus and now we're here experiencing this online worship is because we're trying to seek the Lord in order to figure things out in life. They're like many of us. I'm sure that there's somebody watching right now who you're sincerely trying to figure some things out in life. Maybe trying to figure out your destiny. Maybe trying to figure out your purpose. Maybe trying to figure out why you're still alive. Maybe trying to figure out how to get unstuck. Maybe trying to figure out how to break free from your addiction. But you're in the right place. You're in the right place. Seeking the Lord, you will discover your highest purpose uh, in life. In fact, God, He invites us to call upon Him. So that he can help us figure some things out. He invites us. That's the God we serve. He invites us to call upon him. In fact, in Isaiah chapter 1 verse 18, he says, come now, let us reason together, says the Lord. God says, come, let us, let us reason together. Call upon me. I'll, I'll help you figure life out. I'll help you figure out your destiny. I'll help you figure out your calling. I'll, I'll help you figure out how to break free from your addiction. I'll help you figure out how to break free Free from your depression. Call upon me. Let us reason together, says the Lord. God says in Isaiah 55, verse 6 through 7, He says, Seek the Lord while He may be found. Call on Him while He is near. Let the wicked forsake his way and the evil man his thoughts. Let him turn to the Lord and he will have mercy on him. And to our God for he will freely pardon. That's the God we serve. He invites us to call upon him and he will help us to figure life out. These men in the Bible, they were seeking the Lord. They were trying to figure things out. The second thing I want you to understand about these men in Matthew chapter 2 is that they sought Jesus by faith. They sought Jesus by faith. Notice verse 2. It says, Where is the one who has been born king of the Jews? We saw his star in the east. Now get this. They believed Jesus was real. They had faith that Jesus was alive. They saw his star, but this is what I want you to notice, beloved. They didn't know exactly where to go. Notice that. 
They didn't know exactly where to go. They didn't have all the details before they set out on their journey. God didn't give them line by line instructions to get where he wanted them to go. I want you to notice this. They sought the Lord by faith. They sought the king by faith. Can you imagine some of their friends? Can you imagine some of their neighbors? Where are you going, wise men? Uh, we don't know. How far is it, wise men? Uh, we don't know that either. How long are you going to stay there, wise men? Well, we don't know that either. Well, what type of wise men are you? We're the wise men that seek God by faith. And so we learn as we study their story, we learn the takeaway is that if they sought the Lord by faith, guess what? We seek the Lord by faith. We seek Jesus by faith. Everyone must come to God by faith. We don't come to God with our intellect. We don't come to God with our strength and our own power. Everyone, rich, poor, busted, or disgusted, must come to God by faith. The old folks used to say that the ground is level at the cross. You know why? Because everybody must come to the cross by faith. Hebrews 11, chapter 6 says it's impossible to please God apart from faith because anyone who wants to approach God must believe both that he exists and that he cares enough to respond to those who seek him. All throughout the Bible, we see men and women who sought God by faith. They didn't have all the details before they started their journey. I think of Abraham Abraham left his family and left his home. He didn't have the details. He didn't know where he was going. All he had was the stars ahead of him. God said, look up at the stars because as, as the multitude of the stars are, that's how much I'm going to make your family. I think of the apostles. I think of, you know, James and John and Peter. They left their home and their businesses to follow Jesus. And they didn't have the details. They didn't know exactly what was going to happen. But they followed Jesus by faith. And you and I, my brothers and sisters, one of the first lessons that we must learn when we enter the kingdom of God is that this is a journey by faith. This is a seeking by faith. We follow the Lord by faith. There's no other way. No other way. We don't follow the Lord with our intellect. We don't follow the Lord with our own strength because where God wants to take you, your strength can't get you. You're only going to get there by faith. Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5 and 6 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not rely on your own understanding. Think about Him in all your ways and He will guide you on the right paths. When I think about this walk of faith, this journey of faith, I think about how before we started Chapel of Change eight years ago, God did not give us all the details on what it would look like today. God didn't give us the details that would be in five different cities. God didn't give us the details that would be on a radio impacting uh, thousands of people. In fact, our radio program comes on every Sunday at 3.30 on KKLA 99.5. God didn't tell us that was going to happen. God didn't tell us that we were going to own uh, a, a large church building on two acres of land. God didn't tell us that we would be managing multiple buildings. He didn't tell us all the details. All he said was, follow me. Follow me. Seek after me. Follow me. Seek me. In fact, God says in Jeremiah chapter 33, verse 3, Call upon me, and I will answer you and show you great and mighty things that you know not. 
That's the Lord we serve. It's a, it's a journey of faith. Now, the last thing that I want us to consider in our study this morning is that they followed the fire. They followed the fire. Get this in verse 2. It says, where is he who has been born king of the Jews? For we have seen his star. Someone say star. He said, it says star. They, they followed the star, right? The star led them to Jesus. The star led them to Jesus. The star was, was, was shining so bright and it was hovering over the young child Jesus that the star, the fire led them to Jesus. They say stars can be up to 100,000 degrees of heat. The biggest star that we know is the sun. When you look at the sun, it looks like one big ball of fire. So in one sense, these wise men followed the fire. They followed the fire. The fire, the star, the fire led them to the presence of the King of kings and the Lord of lords. It was the fire that took them there. People ask me sometimes, they said, Brian, how did you get to where you're at now in life? How, how did you get here? You started off with nothing, and now you're at a certain place in life where you're blessed. How did you get there? And my answer is, in one sense, what I did was I followed the fire. I followed the fire. What do you mean by that? Well, in different seasons of my life, God would send people into my life that were on fire for the Lord. They were on fire for the Lord. And I was such in a place of darkness that I had enough sense to say, man, I need to follow the fire. That's, that's where I need to go. I need to follow the fire. I need to follow them. And you look in the Bible, the Bible also teaches that at times God led his people by the fire. In fact, in Psalm 78 verse 14, it teaches that God led his people by a pillar of fire. One of those fireballs uh, that led me uh, was an old Holy Ghost mother uh, by the name of Pastor Lorna. Pastor Lorna. I want to I wanna honor uh, Pastor Lorna uh, today. Uh, I'm going to show her picture. Uh, she would come into prison with uh, a group of on fire mothers in the Lord. They were called the Agape Sisters, and they would come into prison faithfully. And I, she was, I don't know how old she was, maybe 70 years old or something like that. And she would come into prison faithfully, and she would teach us how to trust in the Lord. She would teach us the Bible. She would teach us how to believe in miracles. She would teach us how to lay hands on the sick. And um, one time she, she was teaching us how to uh, cast out a demon. One time she taught us how to cast out a demon. We were in the chapel and we were having worship and this inmate came in possessed with a demon. And as soon as that demon uh, began to manifest, man, Pastor Lorna, this old Holy Ghost mother, uh, just jumped all over that situation and started going to work in the name of Jesus. Started casting that devil out and that man, he flopped on the ground and he began to flop on the ground. And I was noticing he was on the ground turning around and this little old Holy Ghost lady was right on top of that situation casting out that devil in the name of Jesus and all I can think about was man I hope the correctional officers don't come because we're about to go to the hole right now we're about to go to isolation 
And I, a couple minutes, Pastor Lorna was casting out that devil that was in that person on the ground. And I looked and a correctional officer was walking towards the hallway doing his check. And he was looking through the windows. And I said, oh my goodness, we're about to go to the hole right now. And I seen the correctional officer come down the hallway and he comes to the door of the chapel that has a window on it. And he sticks his head into the window to look into the chapel. And at that very moment, Pastor Lorna said, lift up your hands to worship the Lord. And all I knew was just to lift up my hands and start worshiping the Lord. And at that very moment, that correctional officer, he didn't even look down to see the guy on the ground. He looked up and he smiled and he walked away. He walked away. Listen, I got to where I'm here today, where I'm at today, is because I followed the fire. I followed the fire until I got my own fire. I said, I followed the fire until I got my own fire. Someone asked me on Tuesday, they said, Brian, how you serve the Lord uh, so hard right now? How are you serving the Lord so hard and so serious? My answer was, is because I got a fire in my heart that can't be put out. I got a fire in my heart. I followed the fire until I got my own fire. There's a fire here at Chapel of Change that is lit by the Holy Ghost. There's a fire here in the hearts of the uh, Christian brothers and sisters that is lit by the Holy Ghost. And God is using our church, Chapel of Change, as he used that star 2,000 years ago to bring people to the foot of Jesus to worship him. God is using Chapel of Change, fire, to draw people closer to Jesus. The fire at Chapel of Change is warming the hearts of people towards God and drawing people to Him. Last night at our Whittier campus, this man came and he surrendered his life to the Lord. And he told me afterwards, he said, Brian, I didn't know you were going to preach on that about the fire. But I want you to know I came to Chapel of Change because I saw the fire at Chapel of Change. He said he came because he saw a fire at Chapel of Change. Last Sunday, about 17 people joined our church. You know why? Because they want to be where the fire's at. We're seeing people surrender to the Lord. We're seeing marriages restored. There's a fire here at Chapel of Change that is lit by the Holy Ghost. And my encouragement to you is during these difficult days, if you don't know where to turn, if you don't know to turn left, or if you don't know to turn right, if you don't know what's up, and if you don't know what's down, my encouragement to you is to follow the fire. Follow the fire. The fire will take you to the presence of God. And in the presence of God is all you need. Your healing, your breakthrough, your, your, your strength and power and peace. Follow the fire. So my brothers and sisters, as we studied the word this morning, we learned. Matthew chapter 2, these wise men, they were sincere people trying to figure things out. We learned that they sought Jesus by faith. And we learned in one sense of the term... They just followed the fire. They just followed the fire. Let us bow our heads in the presence of the Lord. You right now that is watching at home, let's bow our heads and reflect upon the word of the Lord. This is a very important part of our time together where we bow our heads and let us think, what was it that God was trying to get across to us this morning? Come on, let's bow our heads in the presence of the Lord.
you're watching from home today or wherever you're watching and you need more of that fire from the Holy Ghost, I want to encourage you to lift up your hands, stretch your hands towards the monitor or wherever you're watching this from, stretch your hands towards that because I want to pray for you this morning. You need more fire of the Holy Ghost to seek God. You need that fire to seek the Lord. Stretch your hands right now towards that monitor. And I'm going to pray for you. I'm going to pray that God set you on fire. I'm going to pray that the Lord fill you with the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I pray for all those that are watching right now and that are lifting up their hands toward this monitor. Some of them have gone asleep, Father. Some of them have gotten lazy, Father. Some of them are not praying as they should. They're not studying their Bible as they should. Lord, we're confessing that to you right now. Forgive us, O Lord. Father, I want to pray for all those whose hands are lifted towards this monitor. I pray for a fresh infilling of the Holy Ghost. I pray that you fill them with the power of God. I pray that you fill them with the fire. Fill them with fire, Father God, in Jesus' name. Fire to study your word. Fire to pray. Fire to press in. Fire to live a holy lifestyle, Father, in the name of Jesus. And Lord, there's some, Father God, that they've grown lazy in their worship with the congregation. They've grown lazy. There's some that are watching that are in good health. And the reason why they're not in our, joining us for outdoor worship because they got lazy. And I pray for those that are watching. Fill them with fresh passion for your congregation. Fill them with fresh power for your temple. Fill them with fresh fire for your people and your kingdom, Father God. Lord, deliver them from the spirit of laziness right now, Lord, in Jesus' name. Deliver them, Father God. Breakthrough, Lord. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen and amen and amen. Let's give the Lord a hand praise. Hallelujah. God bless you. God bless you. We thank you for tuning in this morning. And at this time, if your heart has been touched, if God has been, you know, touching your life and blessing you, this is the time where we uh, give back unto the Lord through our tithes and our offerings unto the Lord. If you're part of Chapel of Change, I want to encourage you to be faithful in your tithes and your offerings. I want to encourage you that the Bible teaches us that we are to be faithful givers. We are to be generous givers unto the house of the Lord. I want to encourage you and remind you that Chapel of Change is good ground for you to invest in. People are giving their lives to the Lord here at Chapel of Change. Teenagers are learning about Jesus. Little kids are learning about Jesus. And you could have a partnership in that through your investment uh, into what God is doing at Chapel of Change. So if you want to give back to the Lord, I want to encourage you after we dismiss with the blessing, you go to our website, chapelofchange.org, and you can give, hit the giving button. It's an easy way to do it. You could also give through your phone. At our website, chapelofchange.org, on the front page, there's a phone number where you can text the word chapel to. You can uh, give through your phone. You can give in person at any one of our outdoor worship services on the weekend, Saturday night at 5 p.m. in the city of Whittier. On Sundays, 9 a.m. Carson, 9.30 Paramount, 11.30 Paramount, 5 p.m. Carson. In fact, tonight at 5 p.m., we're going to gather again 
in person, outdoor in the city of Carson. Get our details on our website. If you know anybody who needs this message, I'll be preaching the same message tonight. Want to encourage you to give back to the Lord. A couple announcements to remind you of. If you cannot join us in person, I encourage you to join our online campus. We're going to be launching our Zoom worship pretty soon. Text the word online to the number on the screen, 562-393-7330. Join our online campus by texting the word online to 562-393-7330. We want to make sure that you're connected and encouraged during these difficult times. Also, if you're not on my text message ministry, I want to send you a text once or twice a week. Um, that same phone number, text the word or text your name. Text your name to that same phone number, which is 562-393-7330. Want to make sure that you are connected. This is Pastor Brian. And on behalf of Pastor Laura and all the leadership team, we want to know, want to let you know that we love you guys. We're praying for you guys. We're cheering you on. We will get through this season. We will get through these difficult days in the name of Jesus. So at this time, we're going to close out with a blessing. If you're able, I want to ask that you stand to your feet. If you're able, I want to encourage you to lift up your hands unto the Lord as we dismiss with a blessing from the Lord. Let's lift up our hands unto the Lord. In the name of the Father who loves you with an endless love. In the name of the Son who died that you could live. In the name of the Holy Spirit who infuses you with Holy Ghost fire. May you go this week with the protection and the fire of the Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. This is Pastor Brian. We love you. Hope to see you Thursday night at 7.15 for online worship and the word in Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah.